0: Across the world, across the land, there are creators far and wide. But come to us today, what gifts do we have inside? Welcome back, everyone, to Need More Info, a podcast for the worlds of movies, video games, and TV shows. I'm your host, Nate, and today I'm joined by... Two lovely returning co-hosts, as always. I'm talking about Chaz and Fergus. Hey guys. Hello. I'm
1: good. I was not expecting that. Uh, that singing. That was amazing. Uh, is this what I've been missing? But while I've been away, have you been yeah. singing?
2: <laughs> the singing has advanced somewhat over the episodes.
0: Wow. I wish I'd been back sooner. That was great. Honestly, the fact like you know, I've been in a D and session before. I think Fergus was actually there for that, where I had to come up with a montage song on the spot, mm. and it was. Uh, I wasn't even a boss. I was just about to ask I was that. Just like, hey. I- yeah I no
2: a and this happens frequently
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's it's so random to us but no it's so good to have you guys here today and it's so good to have everyone else back you know unfortunately last week you know we uh we decided to take a week off because the crew we all got a little bit of the sickies we all got a little bit of ill last week it uh the flu season's coming in so we were like we didn't want to <laughs> on the channel and everything we don't want to cough and make you get the uh the viruses you know those computer viruses your way and everything but honestly guys it's 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 good to be back and this is a topic we're actually going to do last week um you know we've done some of the spoopy season now we uh got some good hits off the uh the halloween stuff hopefully everyone enjoyed the uh the artwork that was going out there as well obviously we had uh the lovely connor on on the last episode the uh maestro macabre himself uh and We'll talk about him a little bit more later, but it was, it's, it's great to have a new host on as well. Hopefully, you all enjoyed that out there. So, yes, people, you know, obviously, if you've been here before, if you are returning, this podcast is basically about you know, general discussions, you know, about movies, TV shows, video games. We get into like you know, very detailed conversation like, you know, should certain games have an easier difficulty? Yes, they should. Some people are wrong in that regard, um, you know, and also what are some of our favorite things going out there? We've tended to be trending into that more recently, which I think is not a bad thing, you know, favorite movies, favorite weapons. But this week, people, we are doing something a little bit different. If you heard from the intro, we are doing favorite content creators. We've been having this discussion for a while. It was actually uh, myself and Chaz, we were in the pub we were talking about this and we were like, you know, going through some of the content creators we watched and then we realized there's one that particularly that we both know about that actually quite known for quite a few years. And then we were like, why don't we actually just do an episode on, you know, content creators and, you know, why we like them. And especially with the pandemic and how, um, you know, everyone being inside, there was definitely a boom in like people either becoming content creators or people finding new things to watch and just having a good time about it. Going into December, we will be doing a lot of comfort-based stuff, you know, TV shows, movies, video games. And I think that's a really good thing for the cold season. But now, you know, as we get into the autumn season, people traveling more, people going out more, we wanted to give you some uh, content creators that you could possibly enjoy out there and at home. So, yeah. Uh, initial thoughts, guys, and, uh, you know, initial roundup, like, what, what, what do you feel like, you know, um, when it comes to content creators, what, what do you like about these specific people before we actually Um
1: For personality is really important um, and subject matter. Um, I actually watch a lot of YouTube, I will say that right now, um, at, but I watch quite a lot of diverse um, subjects. So for me, yeah, those those are the two things that stand up to me, you know, they have a good personality, can they carry the show well? And are they covering something that's interesting to me?
2: It's somewhat similar, really. Um, I think uh, I've leaned heavily into the YouTubers and a bit of Twitch here. Um largely people who are covering a subject matter that interests me, which as I assume that's how I found them via the youtube uh algorithm um but it's, say also good personalities, not all of these content creators are like front and centre of the camera, but like their personality and stuff comes across, and they're just really good at what they do um and they're out there experiencing things and then pushing that like not live vicariously through people but like you know you're getting there is a bit of that to be let's be fair (laughs) yeah yeah we'll get into parasocial friendships later
1: (laughs) there's a a guy i watch um who's not on my list i'll just mention briefly but he just he does like camping and trekking across the uk and you know i love walking and i love the countryside and for me i'm just like watching this guy walk across some really beautiful scenery is like yeah a little bit vicarious
0: I think I might send him, to be honest, actually. I mean, yeah, I think I've, I think I may have actually seen him on YouTube. So, you know, with YouTube, you you tend to eventually fall into the same rabbit hole as everyone. For me, I think um, I think for me when it comes to content creators, it is, you know, the same as you guys said. Like, it's just finding, you know, something you really enjoy, something, you, you know, you're really passionate about. But also for me, it did get me through some dark times as well. You know, it, it's actually nice to... When you watch a content creator, sometimes you just want your brain to switch off. But also... These people do actually try to give sort of like a personal touch to what they do. They're not just there to sort of like, you know, push this stuff upon you. They want you to feel part of the community. I'll get into that more specifically in a little bit with a few of my content creators. But yeah, that's, that's sort of what I love them
1: to to say, I feel like it's quite important to drop names during this particular episode. So I just looked
0: him up. He's called Liam Brown. I think that is I think that is actually the guy. Yeah, I definitely think that's the guy we, uh, I've seen before myself. But yeah, no, so obviously people, you know, going into uh, next week's episode, we are still trying to figure out how to do the uh, double uh, Dark Pictures Anthology uh, trilogy of games. Uh, it's it's become a little bit more difficult to figure that out, but we will prevail We will prevail in every... Prevail? Not prevail, prevail. And obviously we have The God of War coming out in a few weeks' time, and I will definitely be uh, reviewing that for the show. And also, I'm currently playing Gotham Knights at the moment. It's... um interesting to say the least let's just say you know the arkham style combat mm. that isn't in the game anymore at all like it's it's very interesting how they've uh how they've done this game it's getting fives across the board at the moment i kind of disagree with that to be honest i think it may be a little bit higher if the story definitely plays out well It'd be good to see i think james is a good person for this as well because i know he does love the arkham mm. games himself and also i'm pay- playing a Plague Tale requiem so yeah any any games you guys are playing hey, so
2: I sat down and actually finished um, Steins Gate. Like, best game ever. Great. Put, like, 45 hours into a visual novel. Got all of the endings. Like, it's, it's the first game of its type that I've done that to. But uh, they've just released uh, Chaos Head Noah, which is the first... Oh, one of. A visual novel that the same studio made before they made Steinsgate and has been previously banned. I was like, ah, oh, it's okay. It's a bit of, just a bit, kind of like a gory murder mystery, but oh my god. <laughs> it's like, it was released on Switch and uh, Steam was being funny about it. And um, yeah, yeah, it's very different to Steinsgate, but set in the same universe as Steinsgate. So my power through that one cautiously. <laughs>
1: I just wanted, You guys can see, it, but I grinned when Nate asked me that because I'm just playing like <laughs> RimWorld again because RimWorld just dropped a new expansion, um, which is actually added a lot of stuff that, uh, were included in like popular mods that, you know, really add to the game. So basically you can have, uh, you can have children now, um, you have like different types of humans. So like, you know, <laughs> subspecies almost, um, lots of quality of life changes. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um, and I'm also playing Digimon World 1, because, of course. <laughs> I'm actually playing that because of a content creator. A, a random video on YouTube came up, um, uh, basically doing a video essay on Digimon World 1. I watched it, I was like, that's cool, I should try and beat that game
0: again. And then now I'm playing Digimon World 1. I literally found out when I spoke to Chaz about this. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I got stuck at the part where he had the puncture bag, which Chaz was like, Yes, yeah, the beginning of the game i'm like yep yeah, that pretty much sums up my experience that's, with that that's game, the second honest.
1: screen of the entire game and pretty much
0: yeah like i i could not figure that game out for the life of me in any sense of the word i, I don't know what it was i just i just couldn't do it i don't i don't, I don't know what it no, was don't worry you are very much not alone in that a lot of people struggle with that game i think i think i may have to go back and eventually play it to be honest because like, I, I think that's one like i would like to eventually conquer do you remember metabots vaguely remember medabots rings a bell it's, it's the ones where people where they thought and you could like customize your robots and everything in the end video games but it. yeah it's like an old cartoon i'd love a remake of that to be update updated version of that but yeah games wise for me i'm like even though i got my steam deck and i've been playing outer worlds again like because i never completed that game uh, i've been playing a bit of i've actually been playing gotham knights on my steam deck a bit it definitely has to run on low because it's actually quite badly optimized at the moment um I've actually just been really, really playing Vampire Survivors. still a lot more, like, still going back to their game Did I hear that they're, like, uh, remaking the engine or something because the game did so well or something. Pretty much, yeah, and they've finally come out beta, so the game is officially released now. And, again, it's just, it's literally a one-stick action game. And the fact it's been so popular and there's been, like, some, um, obviously, you know, offshoots now that people are trying to bag on top of it. But, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much the game I'm playing at the moment, to be honest, uh, outside of my my general massive games collection that we will eventually get through uh, because it's just so fucking big. Um, But yeah, no, people, so, you know, you've heard a bit about games we like and everything, but you know why you're here, people. You want to hear, what are the Informer's favorite content creators out there? What we're going to do is, people, if you've been here before, we are not going to do a top list today, so we won't be ranking these because I think when it comes to content creators, everyone's so different and, you know, they have all their different, you know, reasonings and everything and also they... They bring something different each person. that There's no point in ranking them because they all bring such passion to what they do. You don't want to make them feel at a certain place. What we're going to do is we're going to start with our honourable mentions, and then we'll go into our. We say top five, but basically the five that sort of you know we relate to the most, that we feel for the most. So we're going to do this. Interestingly, today, Fergus, hello. Do you have any honourable mentions?
2: Uh, honourable mention. I uh, will go to Becky Machine. Uh, she is a Sussex-based, London-born producer, singer, songwriter, DJ, flautist, YouTuber, and Twitcher. Um, so a few things. So So her setup basically is she streams on Twitch at the moment for maybe three times a week, does a DJ set, plays a game, sometimes does a cooking stream, hangs out with chat, it's a pretty chill place to be, but she's also uh, about to release a album of her um, sort of dark synth pop, synth wave, techno influenced music. That sounds cool. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Yeah, I'm uh, going to the um, album launch show in London um, quite soon, uh, next month actually, um, November nineteenth. November nineteenth. Uh, buy tickets. Um, Buy lots and lots of tickets. Search Becky Machine. Uh, go hang out with her on Twitch. And listen to... I think her music... Uh, See, so she's re- released a few singles now, which are now on Spotify. Uh, search Becky Machine.
0: And that's uh, Becky with a X, if I'm uh, correct?
2: B-E-K-I-M-A-C-H-I-N-E.
0: Why did I say X? Why Be- did I say X? Be-
2: X-E-Machine. No,
0: it's I. Yeah. Me. Yeah. But yeah well yes, then yes, yes, awesome yes. source right then wow We're, we are now going to uh, flip it over to Chaz. what's your what's your uh, i mean, so? i have quite a few
1: because i watch a lot of youtube but i will attempt to not uh ramble too much so to us give a brief summary uh first one is a guy called potato mcwhiskey he's irish as you might have imagined uh Primarily he is an extremely skilled Civ Six player. Civ Six is a game I return to a lot. Uh he does like challenges and unique versions of that game. Sometimes he'll like play against like six other players and win. Um he's just yeah, really, really good at the game, really entertaining. Um and we share a birthday, so that's pretty cool. So whenever uh, my birthday rolls around he's doing a birthday stream. So I usually check that out. Uh next one oh sorry mate, did you want to say something? Yeah, fair. Uh, next one, uh, I watch a lot of Pokemon like challenges and content, um, primarily Nuzlocks. Uh, you guys can look that up cause it's kind of there's a few beings to it, but it's a type of Pokemon challenge that's quite popular. I watch a guy called FlygonHG. Um, he's just, you know, he's one of the best ones of the Pokemon YouTubers I watch, funny guy, doesn't take it too seriously. Good sense of humor. Um, next one is a guy called Nerd Slayer. Um, primarily I watch him for a series called death of a game. Uh, basically, he looks at um, both modern and some older games um, that primarily are um, kind of like live service. You know, they're online, they require some kind of content, um, constant um, upkeep for developers. And if they've gone offline for whatever reason, they were unsuccessful. You know, MMOs that crashed and burned, um, MOBAs that didn't make it, that kind of thing. He basically like does some research and looks into why that is um which actually i found really interesting and finally uh june's kitchen this is a japanese primarily a sushi chef uh he does home cooking videos he has a bunch of really cute cats that feature heavily in those videos it's just a nice
0: chill watch i mean as soon as i hear cats i'm like yep yep Chaz is on that right away to be honest Chaz is on that right away
1: surprisingly there's there's no more uh, heavily in fact yeah there's no more
0: videos about cats in uh, my list well then, interestingly, cat cats is not going to make Chaz's top five. That's so that's very interesting indeed. Uh, myself, you know, going going on my honorable mentions. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is a. Have you guys ever heard of Corridor Crew or Corridor yes, Digital? I have. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Go on so basically you know this is a uh people a group of vfx uh, production company and they- but they actually create you know youtube videos they have their own channel as well so such corridor digital people or corridor crew on youtube they do vfx breakdowns they bring stunt men and stunt women in to break down stunts they bring animators in you know and Chaz is at the moment is watching what's on the screen because uh, i love the fact that basically they actually go in and break recently mo- they recently broke down the uh the warhammer free a uh, warcraft free uh trailer uh, trailers and how short time they had and they, they uh talk about how basically you know how little time they had to pump out these animations as well and um yeah it's uh it's it's really good to see how you know this goes about they also go to like they don't just do like you know american uh stuntmen as well they go to like asia and bollywood so they do different uh vfx styles there as well and i don't know they just um it's basically three people on a couch. It's it's usually a usually rotation of a group of people, and they brings they bring a professional in. You know, even Tim Miller, I believe his name is who was uh, who created Blur Studios, who directed Deadpool. He likes to come in a lot. Um, they have a few other creators like people who worked on Jurassic Park uh, back in the day, and actually just break down these entire things. And you know, some of the stuff they've actually gone through, like they've had um, you know, they have a uh, uh, great stunt people on who've uh, been stuntman for Batman, Black Panther you know it's really interesting to see how they do this and also people who have actually been in the jackie chan uh martial arts stunt stunt company you know it's really good to get these like professionals in and get like really detailed um what actually goes into the process and you know seeing seeing how people try and figure out how to create these beautiful beautiful things with sometimes limited t- limited limited scope limited so budget. i know
1: of these guys and i probably should check them out to be honest because it sounds really interesting but is, is it right in saying that they have like a kind of a core set of people who are experts generally in, the, in film and VFX and then they bring in guests
0: who are involved in the particular productions that they're looking at? Is that about right? So basically, uh, they did start off making their own fan like VFX movies back in the day, and it sort of grew from there. But they do, they're actually a full VFX production team now, and they do actually create challenges as well. One of the most recent challenges was basically because the Batgirl movie got cancelled, they were like, let's make our own Batgirl trailer. And they actually created like the entire Batgirl suit. They pulled footage from like people with uh, handheld flamethrowers, and then we adapted it into a two, like a just under two minute trailer. Had Brendan Fraser from different movies in there, and they actually created this gorgeous Bat Girl outfit as well. Basically, like, you know, if they ain't gonna do it, let's do it ourselves. Basically, and they do. they do bring some hilarity there? I was to gonna say, does it
1: look better than the? Oh, I was gonna say. Oh no, I don't know why I've heard, I heard Catwoman, but yeah, there was no background movie, was there? Oh god, oh god,
0: no, unfortunately not. There was a rest in peace. No, there there was not. Hopefully, we'll see it one day. But yeah, no, again, animators, stunt men, stunt women, uh, or just stunt people in general. Uh, VFX artists, VFX animators, and you know, just seeing how like you know when they were doing uh, Jurassic Park, they were looking at possibly doing stop motion, but then someone actually went away and actually created a three D animated model for the t-rex and brought it in and that's how the whole you know the whole boom for the 3d um tyrannosaurus rex came about uh i believe that goes into a bit more on the um the movies that made us as well on netflix so actually links a bit there as well i love that that
1: series i've not watched them all but the movies that made us yeah that's a very good watch
0: yeah, very much so. So uh the next people I want to talk about our uh, group are uh, very short, basically uh I love to watch reaction videos. I love to see people's different opinions. So as the guys here know, probably you people out there know now, I love talking about movies and TV shows. And sometimes, you know, when some originally when TV show reactions came out, people just reacted to stuff they never really spoke about afterwards. But there's it's coming a following now where people will react to a show, small simple show, you know, because of copyright, and then they'll have like a 20, 30 minute discussion afterwards, like how it's broken down, what they could do next. And the, the people I want to talk about are the real rejects uh, with Greg Alba, uh, John Humphrey, and uh, sometimes Corey Jandrew, who actually hosts a lot of the Comic-Con um, and uh, big Marvel uh, presentations. So when No Way Home came out, he was the person who actually introduced all the actors for the uh, trailer for No Way Home and everything. And I don't know. I just think these guys, you know, they they have such passion for what they do. And also, you know, they do such a varied list of, you know, Different TV shows they do. Obviously, they do. You know, House of Dragon, She-Hulk, Lord of Rings, Rings of Power. You know, you know all these amazing shows. But you know, they sometimes have special segments as well where they have like Koi, because he's a massive comic book nerd. He'll like rank his like favorite DC movies or like he'll rank his favorite superheroes or superhero outfits and everything. And you know, get like ten minute segments basically. So if you want, to, if you want like a nice chilled watch and everything, go check out these guys. The Real I have to guys. say, like
1: in terms of reaction videos, I'm not actually a big fan of what you'd call a typical reaction video, where someone just sort of, you know, literally just watches a thing and then comments. But I like the idea of these guys where they actually have the little bit of reaction at the start, and then they'll actually break down, like be more of an analysis later on. Um, I actually quite like uh, video essays and and analysis and stuff, so.
0: Well, uh, strap in because you're going to get a lot more of that in a bit, to be honest. So uh going on to my next person ironically uh, another person so I actually do like a lot of these reactors you will see a few of them in the top list as well it's a guy uh youtube channel called comics plus by akasan uh, or the uh, red Dreaded nation as it were uh, he is a um He's a YouTuber. He actually, you know, actually goes and you know mainly does uh, reviews and everything or reactions. But he also gets into like geeky news topics and gives you like his uh, give his opinion on what's currently going down and everything. Uh, he's a massive Batman fan as well. But he actually lives in Japan and uh, teaches there as well. So you know, it's really awesome to see like you know someone from a different part of the world. He is American, but did move over there as well. But again getting watching these different reaction channels because i you know when a new episode for tv show comes out let's say rings of power i will go through and watch each person's different reaction to see how they actually go about watching because you know you go to the pub sometimes and you talk with people and you get their opinion like and then but what i like to do is i like to hear their opinion and hear other opinions people's opinion so if i ever want to do you know a video essay in the future. I've got so many different people's, like, what they feel, what's actually going down and everything. Basically, there's currently stream at the moment people where, you know, James Gunn is now in charge of DC. Yay, finally, you know, someone who actually can steer the ship properly. But no, yeah, Arkasani's he's, he's a really, really awesome dude and everything. Um, he, he, he does try to try and bring the community together. He does actually, he also does bring other people on as well sometimes. So it's not just him singularly doing this. Uh, he has a guy called DC San who reacts with sometimes. He actually reacts to something first, and then brings the other person to see his reaction. So, it's sort of like a meta reaction to a degree. So, it's actually quite funny. Uh, going going past this, um, we are actually going to come off of reactions for a minute. I'm going to talk about the musical artist Samuel Kim. Have any of you heard of mm-hmm. Samuel Kim? So basically, Samuel Kim is a uh, he creates a epic. Um, this is going off his about page, but I'll go into more detail in a second epic orchestrations of his favorite film tv anime and game soundtracks he will go through and actually like recreate like star wars avatar one piece tokyo ghoul the recent cyberpunk he'll you know uh, he'll create lo-fi versions of soundtracks you know but he'll create he'll he actually make he'll actually make more grander he did a um he did a how to train your dragon music uh, piece and honestly it did tear me up a bit because i love that movie so much and i love John Powell's uh, soundtrack for that movie, but for some reason, listening to his cover really elevated it a little bit more. And sometimes I just love here. I-, I love going through YouTube and hearing people's covers of songs and how they interpret it differently and how what they not do differently, but possibly enhance it or bring their own flavor and style to it. Fergus, as a um, audio person yourself, how how do you feel about people doing like you know uh, audio covers and Musical everything? Musical recreations.
2: Uh, I mean good like it's, it's good that the original tracks are making an impression and people are wanting to reimagine them like um cover versions are a thing uh, like changing the styles or um uh, making them sound medieval or i it, it's a valid source of um you know iteration and finding what works for people and getting content out there and yeah no it's um yeah it's, it's a very legitimate source of creative endeavor, of course.
0: Yeah, you know, he, uh, he picked up on a uh, medieval for a sec, you know, so uh, Samuel Kim will go in and actually, like, you, know, you know, take like one of my favorite pieces of his is a battle for the heroes. But he created like a medieval style version of this song, which I think, you know, really unique to do taking instruments from that time period and like recreating the audio that way. I think it's really good. And he's on Spotify as well. He's not just on YouTube, though. Definitely check out his YouTube channel because there's some lovely artwork that accompanies the uh, musical pieces. But he's on Spotify as well. So, um, yeah, that's Samuel Kim. Um, for audio, Comics Plus by Akasan, Real Rejects, and Corridor Crew. Those are my honorable mentions. So now we are going to flip it back to Fergus for his uh, his first his first main uh, choice. First main event. Uh, uh,
2: this is an interesting one to start off with. Uh, Fire in the spoof. Um, so this is a channel, uh, YouTube channel, largely uh, does animations, but. Kinda is a spoof of the UK drill rap scene, but also old school Disney characters, Marvel characters, Pokemon, and like they've all got their own personality. These characters have their own personality in the Fire and the Spoof world, and they've all got beef with each other, and they're all rapping about dissing each other. And it's 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 um like satirical spoofy on just so many levels depending like on so many different angles and like the good tunes as well so um if you're into that kind of thing like um a recurring character will be pikachu um does diss tracks for like charizard and this sort of thing it's you know it's it's, it's a entertaining bit of fun um uh you're watching arthur does arthur and binky are uh, thing in this universe as well so they'll do just tracks for like the simpsons characters and i it's a good i mean fun, like
0: uh, yeah, really the, the art style actually kind of reminds me of uh, uh how it should have ended i don't know if uh, you've seen that youtube yeah. channel basically an animation you actually create like you know films that may not have the best ending and they'll actually recreate it in an animated form and obviously batman superman right in a coffee shop at the end Discussing it, and then like these other people turn up to interact with them. This sort of like reminds me of that animation style. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's not far off at all, is it? Um, it's, um, yeah. Uh, so they're not very, these guys are not very open about who's doing what. They're just a sort of a group of people who just sort of get together and do things uh, as far as their public face goes. So I don't really know who is exactly doing the animation behind this, uh, and it could well be some of the same people.
0: I mean that's a pretty awesome choice, dude. To be honest, that's a pretty awesome first choice. Again, you know, it's nice to see such very you know going from Samuel Kim who does like you know covers of audio tracks to seeing these people doing essentially comical diss tracks with actually well-known characters is uh it's very funny Captain to be honest. Hook does drill rap? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a thing. That that is a, that is definitely a thing. To be honest, that is definitely a thing. So uh do you want to give the name is one more time? Fire
2: in the spoof. Uh, or fit. Well then excellent first choice right
1: we're gonna flip it over to Chad. Like my, my thing could not be more different and also might not be very good to put on because it can be a little bit messy but here we go so i watch uh, a lot of food stuff on youtube uh, i don't know i generally just like to see people watch uh, make food eat food that kind of stuff so the first one is a guy called beard meets food he is a british food uh eating champion. Basically he just finds massive, ridiculous uh, you know, food challenges and eats them in like ten minutes. Um he's a funny guy, he's an orphan. Um I just really like his sense of humor. Um
0: that is a beard. Yeah, i so just looking Also, at he people, has yeah. a, a
1: magnificent beard. I don't know. I just like food videos. It's there's nothing particularly um complicated about it uh it's kind of like a comfort watch almost it's just like it's just funny just 10 minute thing to watch uh though the reason I say it can be a bit gross is because he has a beard and he eats a lot of food so it can be a bit like yeah you can sometimes you can get away with watching it kind of like half half watching it but yeah that's that's him uh that's the only right food thing I have but yeah it's uh I don't know
0: comfort pick I mean save save snacks for later i guess as a, as a fellow beard man myself you know oh, I can...
1: he has a thing as well that he he goes to these restaurants beats his food challenges everyone's like that's that's crazy and he goes can i see the dessert menu
0: Foxy. And does he take his time with the dessert yes though?
1: yeah he'll savor it yeah okay yeah. And, i was gonna say unless yeah. he does a dessert challenge because he's done a lot of those in which case he probably won't get a dessert um oh and he's like can you see the main menu please yeah somewhere like that um one more thing i forgot to mention is uh a cool thing he did over lockdown because obviously all the food challenges were closed uh, all the restaurants were closed um was he started making like giant versions of regular food to like do the same thing with so he does a bit of cooking too um like he made a massive subway giant greg sausage roll massive <laughs> cinnamon roll like you know massive pizza like the the length of him things like that and
0: then he just eats them so yeah, that's him. Beard meets food. That is a that is a a delicious first selection, Chaz. That is a delicious first selection. Excellent, right? So flipping over to me now, we are now going to talk about a um, a podcast called Geek History Lesson. So these are um, uh, Jason Pop Culture Reference Inman and Ashley Victoria Robertson. Uh, they are a uh, discussional podcast. Basically, what they do is that you know. They go in, and uh, this is actually going off their page now. They've been running since 2014. Uh, they talk about pop culture and everything geeky. So most of the time, what they'll do is they'll take a character or you know comic book character from the world, and they'll give you a breakdown in an hour of that entire character's history. They'll give you a 10-cent 10, 10 origin at the beginning, basically like, you know, as they say, when you go into a comic book-themed cocktail party and you want to break down this character down in a very limited time period, what do you know about them? But, you know, recently they've been doing, like, Dr. Fate, Black Adam. Sometimes they'll also, uh, most recently, they've just had the creators of the X-Men 92 series come on and actually have a good discussion with them about how that process came about and how, you know, the X-Men TV show, animated show back in the day, was one of the first ever animated TV shows to have a continuing narrative throughout st- throughout its actual series and everything. Like, everything before that was just basically once a week or a push toy, so there's no continuing it's story. true,
1: really. Yeah. What about like Transformers? Does, didn't that have?
0: No, think about it. Think about it. No, it didn't really. It was more like weekly, you know, weekly episodes. I guess I thought they
1: had like an overarching story, like some because I've seen, I've only seen some of the later ones, so that's kind of what I'm used to with Transformers.
0: But I believe you know it was actually Fox that actually pushed uh, the whole, you know, more mature. We want to build really deep narrative stories with these characters, you know, and obviously at the mar- at the time Marvel weren't in control of uh, who could be actually be on the show, Fox, who actually were in the control. It's a very great episode. It's their latest episode as well. Uh, they have a Patreon as well, where they have like an extras lessons. So if they had a Star Trek episode that one of their extra lessons could be our top five favorite Star Trek uh, ships in the uh, in that universe and everything. You know, basically, they are massive Star Trek fans. They are massive comic book fans. They're actually writers as well. Uh, just to push it so jason inman has actually written a book called the super Sol- um super soldier it's basically because he was in the military he actually does a uh book about like you know comic book super uh, sort of comic book soldier characters within that within the comic book world uh they've also written jupiter jet science and currently super best friend so i definitely uh, recommend checking that out i don't know i just think you know sometimes you know i i do love comic books i do love all the geekery that goes into it Like I, you know, Dr. Fate, I don't know huge amounts about Dr. Fate. I know he's a guy who wears a golden helmet. I didn't know there was a guy called Anti-Fate because of course there is in the comic book world. You know, if you really pay basically people if you want some really interesting discussions what they go into because also you know it's not always comic books they'll have a you know a discussion of the uh the lord of the rings you know they'll like have a they'll they'll do a yearly retro review of the lord of the rings movies or they'll talk about rings of power or you know just general geeky conversations and again they've been running for such a long time now and they have some hilarious like they do some voiceover impressions with dr strange and like uh, a guy called Tex Willerman, who's like, you know, I, I'm not even going to attempt the voice. It's just very funny to be honest. But yeah, um, that's geek history lesson. You know, they're on Spotify, iTunes, and a lot of other places as well. Uh, and and also at the end of every episode, they do give a book recommendation. So as they're going through, they'll give you like, you know, certain books to go away and read. So if you're actually interested in that, that's character. actually quite a cool, um, quite a cool pick because
1: I've started listening to podcasts. Well, one specific podcast about history actually just regular history not geek history um and it's i'm quite like walking so um this seems like a good one to stick on while i go out for a big long walk
0: yeah very much so right we are now going to flip it back to fergus for his next bit. hello uh
2: you may have heard of the film theorist uh this is matt pat and crew making youtube videos that kind of Explore fan theories about films. They've also got games theory and food theory, which are in the same vein and as described. Um, there are some really good videos in here, uh, especially around some of the Marvel stuff. Um, I very much recommend their video uh, on the R rated Avengers, uh, some of the ones they've done on, on Thor and the Breakdown is incredibly interesting like um there's 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 certainly a a possibility to learn stuff you wouldn't have otherwise thought about uh for your favorite shows um like like just sort of you know if you're if you're into exploring things and kind of like pushing things to its sort of ultimate breaking point in terms of like how it's put together and like its extended internal universe there's quite a good. Channel to follow because it'll you know get into the right hidden depths of a film like like analyzing eye twitches from Dolores in Encanto and how this secretly means she's secretly the villain and it actually comes out with a very viable theory that makes you rethink something you thought you knew and have watched many times.
1: Um, I was gonna say I know of Game Theory. Uh, I used to watch that quite a lot back in the day, but uh, it's good. But like I feel like. Sometimes he just crosses the line of what seems nonsense. Yes. Yeah, no, I yeah. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess
1: if you're willing to suspend your disbelief or just kind of be amused by this wild theory, then yeah, it's a great
2: channel for that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to
2: pick your videos somewhat.
0: They're definitely energetic. I've actually seen the, seen these, the film theorists specifically before, and uh they do get into some, some really interesting discussions. Like I will, I will give them that, but. They are very energetic, and also I'll give them credit on their video production value because their video production is great yeah, as well. Um, they've got
2: a full production team behind them, like research, paid researchers, and like at 2 billion million channel views. That might explain that. <laughs>
1: wow, I didn't realize they'd gotten that big.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're a whole institution now.
1: But yeah, I, I agree with you on pick your videos because I think I agree. Some of them actually are really interesting. Well, if it's anything like the Game Theory ones, really interesting theories and you're like oh yeah i never thought about that that makes total sense and then some of them are just like you are pulling stuff out of the air a lot
0: <laughs> right then um so we are now going to uh flip it over to Chaz for his next uh, cool. all right
1: no more weird food videos uh <laughs> my next one is a guy called uh folding ideas um as i mentioned earlier uh i like to watch a lot of uh video essay type uh content um this guy's like He does uh, a fair amount. Uh, They're pretty well written. They're quite, they're really well informed. They're pretty chill. Um, He can, he has got a bit of a sense of humor, but the variety of stuff that he does is pretty, uh, pretty broad. Um, He'll do film and games, um, you know, quite a lot, but he also does a lot of stuff on like, you know, relevant topics at the time. So throughout a few that he's done, he did one on NFTs, on Nostalgia Critic, Classic WoW, Flat Earthers, Jamie Oliver's War on Nuggets <laughs> and the original uh, Lord of the Rings movie uh, to name a few but yeah um, he just puts, I feel like he puts a lot of work a lot of thought into his analysis um, generally he has really good take on things and you feel like he does um, you know a very fair and balanced um, kind of analysis on whatever he's chosen to do which as you can see is, is quite a, a variety of stuff, um, it's just A good watch nice chill thing to have on in the background
0: i mean yeah i I do like i do love the fact that you know us here we we love getting we love listening to or watching like deep discussional videos and everything like you know basically just we love to learn and it's always good it's always good to know and also when you watch these videos as well sometimes you may have an opinion that you think is right but then when you watch these videos it does it does swing you around to that opinion did I say swing? I would just go a bit. Swing you around to that opinion, to be honest. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. I think with this guy, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but generally I find I agree with most of his opinions um, on stuff. So he doesn't need to kind of do a lot of convincing, but the way that he, you know, breaks things down is just like just interesting, good takes. And you always feel like he, you know, he won't just jump to conclusions. He'll really look
0: into and try to back up what he's saying about whatever point he's got. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. Again, you know, I, lo- I love hearing about this. I think I'm definitely going to have to click subscribe in this one because it's uh, definitely something I want to check out. Right, moving on along to me, we are now going back to the uh, the old podcasters now. We're going into the video game realm. Basically, uh, this is their about section. We are talking about Filthy Casuals with Tommy Dassler, Ben Vanel, and Adam Knox. They are an Australian uh, group uh, of comedians. But um, So as they put it, uh, their about section, a comedy podcast about video games hosted by uh three kind and knowledgeable boys and australian comedians tommy Dassler, ben vannell and adam knox uh they basically just go you know general news topics of the week you know they'll talk about like reaction you know they'll give their opinions like to certain video game uh, discussions that have actually happened They'll also you know break down certain things what they feel about that but also uh, i love the fact that when the uh, mario movie was eventually going to get when it got announced they actually went in and actually created their own version of the actual narrative of what could occur. So like, you know, it was actually very funny to see what could happen during that. Again, it's a very generalist uh, generalist podcast in that sense, you know, but they give some hilarious, because obviously being comedians, I I believe uh, one of them actually came over to the uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival recently to actually perform, so that she flew over for uh, the time period and actually performed and then went back over. So if you want some great comedic entertainment, but just, you know, just general game discussion, you know, also, you know, over in Australia, from people have like a different ratings board and they could have some definitely issues trying to play games over there. Because, like, also, um, have you guys heard of the no. Playdate? So it's basically, it's basically a game device that you have a crank on it and yet you play the games using the crank. It's like a, it's like a mini, like, thing. It's extremely popular at the moment. Uh, basically, each month you get, uh, each week, you get two games sent out on a scrip- su- subscription service. I believe it's a black and white screen, not color. But again, you know, a few of these people on the podcast like they love it as well. Uh, they well, I'd say love it. they're really enjoying it at the moment. And um, I know when one of the guys was over, he was almost determined to travel from Edinburgh to Nottingham or around that place to actually get a Steam Deck. And uh, yeah, like you know, great bunch of guys, absolutely hilarious podcast. They also do a um, a separate podcast in which uh, basically they. You know the movies that are uh, play during films, so basically you know the fake movies in a movie they actually go they're actually doing a podcast where they create an entire narrative for those films as well that's, and i I don't have it' on that's me at hilarious the moment, that's but a really good idea yeah it's it's absolutely brilliant unfortunately i don't have that name at the moment, but uh yeah, definitely go check that out it's uh filthy casuals with tommy Dasler, Ben vanel, and Adam I Just Max. wanted to say
1: I was just looking at because i've I've not listened to these guys, but I was just looking at their um You know their episode lists and their titles basically they're saying what they've covered and one thing that stood out to me is i like how they seem to cover um you know not only the big games and the big movies they're covering like indie games as well
0: which i appreciate yeah no they are definitely into they also have a youtube channel where they do uh video game like uh streaming events and playthroughs and everything they also have a patreon so go check it out there where they have a separate uh, uh audio link where they go into other discussions So they talk about movies team shows video games uh, outside of video games you know if you want to hear more about game of friends and stuff like that possibly go check about there so it's for casuals with Tommy Dassler, ben Vanel, and adam knox
2: an illegal spy agency discovers the theft of a prototype weapon Derek codename Confused Llama, and his handler, Frank, codename Majestic Vole, investigate the theft. A naive man with fanciful notions, Derek sets out on his inept journey to reclaim the weapon from villainous hands, unaware of the hidden tale following him. Enter the world of Confused Llama, a spy's tale, a short comedic spy thriller Available on Amazon, in paperback or Kindle.
0: We're going to send it back to Fergus now for his
2: next uh, pick. My next pick is quite different. Um, so this is uh, trash anime music videos. Uh, so on the internet, you may or may not know, there is quite a long history of people re-editing down their favorite anime episodes and putting it to their favorite songs. Fast forward, maybe 10, 12 years later, this is advanced quite considerably. Um, So there are entire, there's an entire like online music production community somewhere in the US who basically are now collaborating with this group of editors, designers, um, just visual people. And they are coming out with some of the most spectacular videos um the music's very kind of um imagine if screamo happened to merge with kind of hardcore rap r&b type stuff kind of the songs they go for but i mean the energy that they then put together with like some of these shows and like it's not just straight up edits either like i think people are designing their own characters and like inserts into these things um like I started to use this is responsible for quite a large amount of my music playlist, and is responsible for me watching entire shows because they've made an edit of an anime that looks quite interesting. Um, like I'm regularly going back to this channel to you know see them. Uh, they like the release videos daily. So They've got quite a huge. They've got a very large amount of out as well. Um, I would say every other day there's a pretty good track in there with a good edit. So. Um, it depends what you're into, but if you're into kind of like high energy, lots of flashing images, music videos, it's definitely worth a look. You know what?
1: Like, I just had like a flash of like memory activating my brain because I remember, yeah, those exact, they're called AMVs, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was so many, and this was like when I was in college. And yeah, I, I mean, I guess they faded out of my kind of consciousness, but why not? carry on involving to
0: you know something like this it's kind of a natural progression if you think about it that's pretty cool yeah fergus definitely did whereas uh Chaz rode away fergus just d- dived deeper into the water just well, like
2: i say when i was like 15 16 17 I was into this stuff and then it kind of like the whole scene vanished on me for a considerable amount of time but now i've hit my 30s it's all come back with a vengeance um it's, it was, it's all been existing in the background um, But it's come To a certain amount of maturity Now uh, that it's just kind of Landed again um, This will come up uh, further down the line With uh, other picks, But um, yeah it's, It is quite extraordinary what some of these Edits can pull off really Awesome sauce, right
0: We're now, uh, now going to flip back all to right. Jasmine My next
1: YouTuber Is a video essay guy <laughs> uh he's called h bomber guy uh he's a funny British guy who does video essays again on actually quite a um range of topics uh, he does like a fair amount on like game and movie analysis um he can be um very high energy um you know I really like his sense of humor. It helps that I just appreciate British people's sense of humour anyway um but he can also be quite controversial in his takes um he he knows what you know he his opinion is and he's not afraid to really show it for example he made a fallout video uh, yeah fallout free video about why it's terrible um but he also made a, a video about why new vegas is awesome um so you know there's that um again uh long analysis videos to me well thought out generally pretty good takes generally, I agree with what he has to say um maybe slightly less than the other than the, the other guy folding ideas, but yeah, just a like his energies funny guy um and this kind of slightly ties into an old episode that we did um about uh unique games um this is the guy who introduced me to uh pathologic um he did a two hour video essay on this game specifically. So that you basically saying you shouldn't play it. It's bad, but it's awesome. This is why it's awesome, but this is why it's better that I play it and tell you about the story and the mechanics and it's interesting. Um it's a really interesting game. Uh I, I talked, talked about it already. Um but yeah, uh just yeah, again, long video essays, something to chill in the background to or watch a little bit more directly. And uh, uh funny guy, in my opinion.
0: Not for everyone though. That is awesome. man. No, I get that. I think you know, with well, with YouTube, there's so many videos you'll probably never find, like you know, unless you unless you know they become so big, it became be known as well. Like you know, obviously this guy here he's got millions of views now, but you could find someone who has you know opinions that matter to you or like you know linked to how you feel, but they've only got like you know 10,000 subscribers. Which when you think, oh my god, I've got 10,000 subscribers, you know, definitely us we say that. But you know, for to some people, 10,000 is like that's nothing. But you know. It doesn't matter because if you, if you get such a close-knit community you could build up from that i'll actually get into that a bit later actually because there's another podcasting group um or youtube group that actually did build off from that originally uh, and i was actually quite part of it like that community quite early on so right going on to my next pick we are going to talk be talking about a major um influence actually for this podcast i'm talking about the ign uk podcast so, um, basically it's a, this is their about section here, the magic that happens when all members of the IGN UK team run headfirst at each other to chat about video games, movies, TV shows, and weird things they've put in their mouths. Yep. There's a whole thing. Also, I'll get into that in a second, but yeah, it's a regular host, like Simon Cardi, Del Driver, Joe Scrubbles, Matt Perslow. These guys just give like such great opinions. Like, you know, um, also there's a running joke with Simon Cardi wants to be the next James Bond. He actually, actually interviewed the Bond cast and they actually did a little interview, like, audition uh, for them as well. Go check it out. Like, just Simon Cardi, Bond um, Bond audition. is very funny. Uh, they also have, like, such a wide range, of, like, the, lo- the games and movies they enjoy as well. Like, some really enjoy horror, some don't as much, so they actually do have a balancing act there. You know, they do, obviously, you know, being a video game, movie, TV show, podcast, they have a general discussion, like, you know, the news events of the week, what they've been playing, what they're enjoying as well, but also they'll have, like, you know, ranking episodes you know what what is their favorite you know first person shooters or you know what how how are they finding rings of power at the moment but also they've been doing lately which i think is a really interesting thing they've been doing what's called build a game where basically they will take a game that a concept so let's say an rpg and you will have to go in and actually pick certain unique uh, mechanics or characters from video games and actually build a video game from that so you could have a cyberpunk game with Geralt from The Witcher and I don't know um, Garrus from Mass Effect as an NPC character and then you build this game up but the thing is though the other person cannot pick that from the same category so you could fuck people over in the process they have just like it's, it's like an hour hour and a half podcast at times as well they have such great opinions. Uh, they also have like, you know, they try to bring the communities together as well. So they'll have like an email section, but they also have a uh quiz section, which is called the Endless Search. So basically, before there were people on the uh podcast where they had this uh game, I can't remember the exact name of it, but they left and they took the game with them. So now they've got this lovely rap intro, uh you know, uh drum and bass intro, I don't know the genre you call it. Uh, it's endless search with the UK IGN crew. Um, yeah, yeah, with the ones in it Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to wrap it fully, but basically like, listen to it. But what they do is each week is they ask people to send in quizzes, and they'll act- and the best ones they find, they'll actually do that quiz of the week. You know, they're, 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 basically, they're endlessly searching for the next best quiz, which is really good. Sometimes they have like, you know, can you guess this terrible imd imdb movie from the one star reviews or can you guess you know they'll replace one letter in a uh, in something so can you guess like what this game is but like it's an amalgam of something so like i don't know i i'm i spawned i don't know how to put it but you know it's it's such a great thing and also they have this running thing now where someone almost drowned in the sea once in one of their emails so they have a thing now where every person that pretty much sends in they'll they'll sign it off with respect the sea and then also they had um they had an episode where a guy um wrote in saying he was a grave digger so now that uh, people write you know respect the sea and and you know love grave diggers or something they were contemplating doing a grave digger episode at one point and then outside of all of that they have basically like you know they'll rate food you know what's your favorite tesco sandwich or what's your favorite cake or something or you know actually they have had episode dedicated to favorite crisps like you know it's not it's, it, it is a variety podcast which i think is brilliant and i think they're running commentary Their their camaraderie and everything you know how they present themselves is really brilliant to be honest
1: uh I, I was gonna say a few things but i was just gonna chip into that uh yeah at start you said what's important to us i think camaraderie actually you know having a good group of people who really bounce off each other that's actually like really important especially for podcasts perhaps not so much for content creators um but yeah uh also i was just looking through some of these titles they're great (laughs) some of them seem really good and uh the other thing is you mentioned about ranking like food i don't know for some reason the mundane nature nature of that just i don't know just seems like a cool little thing to do
0: why not i mean honestly i i don't know if they have actually done the episode yet but i know they've been discussing like you know ranking food i i said so i've been listening to them so long now and they've actually done like live events as well so the book out a place in london they are doing a live event soon in london so i actually went i believe i actually went to the uh the uh the, they were going to do episode 666 but i went to 550 when they did in london it was a really great evening they had like a lot of the past hosts come back as well uh, and they had like you know they actually did like the you know the endless search there at the point It was just a really great time in hammersmith it was a great great thing again Going on the camaraderie thing. camaraderie thing, though. These guys, like, uh, including the next two people above this, were a major inspiration for this podcast. To be honest, I'm really thankful. Thank them for that.
1: Notice they have over 600 episodes as well. That is impressive.
0: And they were video originally, but they sort of transitioned to audio at some point because I, I, I even know like video could be a bitch to do. Uh, but yeah, they have like such a diverse group as well. Who are, and also like this podcast as well. They have a rotating. They have usually a set amount of crew. Who host the podcast but then they'll rotate people in and out to get different opinions and also what they feel of the week so i think that's really good to have so uh that's uh my next pick we're gonna send it back to fergus now what's your next pick man
2: uh so next up we have abroad in japan uh this is a guy called chris broad he moved to japan uh to teach english as a foreign language and never left Now, 10 years further down the line, and he is still living in Japan, making uh, quite high quality videos on him exploring various parts of Japan. Um, They've all got fairly clickbaity titles, but things like Inside Tokyo's Most Expensive Hotel Room, uh, um, 24 Hours in Akita. Um, But so he's got quite a few collaborators uh, who are also kind of live content creators who are also living in japan um and they'll join him on his road trips um one of his core series is is uh journey across japan so this kind of plays out like top gear but imagine it's relatable people who are in their thirties, who are living in Japan and doing kind of like, you know, cycling across Japan or taking a road trip across Japan, visiting sites that you wouldn't normally see. No other like TV show would turn up and say, Oh, this is quite interesting or anything. Uh, But again, it's really, really high quality stuff. And it really shows you interesting things in Japan and things to do and just being chill. Really. I watched
1: this guy, uh, not, uh regularly but every now and then he comes up on my feed and i never dislike his videos uh as you said as fergus said good sense of humor um i don't know i just really get on with british sense of humor probably because i'm british uh but so um yeah he's he's just good watch and uh as uh fergus said usually good quality and uh it's it's a quite a unique take as well you know having a british person who's lived in japan for a long time but can understand both you know the culturalities and what's weird to Japanese people and then what's weird to English people as well and that's always interesting plus uh that road trip series that you said about uh I haven't seen that so I might check that out later because that sounds cool I think there is
2: like series three or four now oh wow (laughs) I think I must have watched every video uh by now Um, But yeah, no, it's absolutely worth checking out if you're interested in Japan, Japanese culture What it's like to be a grumpy Brit abroad in Japan Um, You've also got to bear in mind a lot of these videos have been made during lockdown Whereas Japan has been very isolated from the rest of the world So it's going to these major touristy places where there are no people Um, And there are interesting quirks, a lot of stuff And um,
0: yeah, awesome that, yeah i mean like, i've uh, i haven't watched <clears throat> i haven't watched this guy specifically but i have watched you know people who take train journeys across america or japan and like you know actually um rate you know certain accommodations within that or as uh, Charles mentioned earlier the person who walked across the uk i've seen stuff like that as well so, and, uh, and i've actually seen the person he i don't know I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head but he knows so many languages that when he goes to these countries he actually films the reactions i've to people. seen that like he'll go to like yeah he'll go to africa and speak you know some of the african languages that just freak people out like and i i think that's brilliant like i'd love to have that ability to be honest
1: i'm just going to bring this up because i this will never come up any other time but uh a small subset of stuff i watch is like yeah travel things people just doing unique road trips and i just come back from orlando and uh I got recommended a video of two Americans who went to every single rainforest cafe in America as like a road trip, and I'm just like, who thinks to do that? But it was actually pretty hilarious, and I don't know, it, YouTube spawns unique uh, content, let's
0: just say, than any other platform probably. Very much so. That is very much so indeed. Uh, so yeah, right. Uh, who are we on to next? Uh, Chaz, it's your turn now, isn't it? Yeah. So head over to Jazz. My next one is not a YouTuber, (laughs) surprise,
1: surprise. Uh, so hopefully you guys have heard of this, but because it's pretty big. But GDQ, games done quick. Yeah. Uh, James, James done quick is a well, they're kind of like a community of speedrunners, basically. Um, hopefully you guys know what speedrunners are, but the basic gist is that people who are very, very good and very dedicated to certain games try to run them as quick as possible, and uh, every half a year, they do events um, to raise money for charity, usually Doctors Without Borders. Um, basically, they host a big show. It goes on over um, a week. Uh, they have a schedule of games, uh, and people will basically um, run uh, different games very, very fast for uh, to earn money for charity. So it's an awesome cause. Um my partner and I always look forward to looking at the schedule. Um, they cover like a crazy amount of games. Actually, uh, basically, almost anything that you can remotely think of to be practical to speedrun, they'll do it. Um, you know, they'll they'll cover the the the, the stuff that you expect, like you know, Sonic or or Halo or, or honestly, they do a lot. <laughs> COD or or you know, they do Portal. Um, basically, anything but they'll also do like obscure indie games. They uh, tend to do a lot of old games because people have spent a lot of time speed running them. Um, And every single time they run it, there's always new interesting stuff. Um, For example, uh, this year, uh, Knuckles Chaotix was ran. Uh, Not only was it ran, it was ran on original hardware, uh, the 32X, which was just really impressive, just one, to see it. And two, you know, the, um, they ran it on the hardware. Uh, so yeah, great great channel, great cause, um, really entertaining. It's just, I always look forward to when they come on, always pick the stuff that um, I'm interested in, watch a bunch of them, usually really entertaining.
0: And that's uh, Games Done Quick.
1: Games Done Quick. They do uh, an event called Awesome Games Done Quick, which is usually around winter time, and then they do Summer Games Done
0: Quick, which is in the summer excellent thank you very much right so we are now going to fill up onto my uh so these next two for me i was really difficult for me to uh this is why i specifically didn't want to rank all of these because i think the next two i'm going to go with they um they really bring me something personal so basically the next people i'm talking about are blind wave Uh, They started out as a fan film uh, group who were actually creating lightsaber choreography contest uh, competition since 2008, including a fan film called Ferocity, which actually had at the time, before it was uh, taken over by a film called Mole, 27 million views on YouTube for a lightsaber fan film. Uh, Basically, their first ever video, so they originally started off as a lightsaber choreography. Their first ever reaction video was for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back in 2015, where basically uh, the main... um, as you like to say is the the um the leader of blind wave as it were eric whiteley uh he watched an episode and it just went off from there you know i've I've been watching these guys since they were like fifteen hundred subscribers and they are now like closing up to seven hundred seventy five thousand uh as you know sorry they are over eight hundred and two k thousand subscribers now uh you know I've been with them for a long time now they do like you know they are react- they were originally a reaction reaction podcast uh the people on the crew are Eric whiteley. Aaron Elliott, Calvin Grubb, and uh, Richard Rick Martin. Uh also there are some like some episodes where uh, uh Melanie Elliott and Maggie Martin are on as well. So they'll do like specific episodes. So recently um Aaron's partner, Maggie uh, sorry, Aaron's partner Melanie will come on and they recently reacted to Midnight Mass, which I again let list, to go listen to a previous episode, people. It's uh, really great. They're based at Marietta, Ohio. Again, you know, they they do TV show reactions. Some of their most popular ones recently have been uh, Brooklyn Brooklyn 9, which is fucking hilarious. Like especially uh, uh, Rick. Um, he uh, does these um, like reactions, his laugh when you catch him off guard laughing to some of the episodes, it's brilliant, but you know, they do community house of the dragon, Cobra Kai, Naruto. Uh, they actually did a thing where with Naruto, they have a lot of editors now. So what the editors will do is they'll go in and actually um, they'll tell them specifically which episodes to just cut and not watch all the fillers. So they could get through the shows quicker uh, for each new season of a show as well. Cause the, what they do is on their website They'll have the short version reaction. They'll have a full version reaction. At the, at the first episode of each season, they'll always give it away for free. So basically, if you want to see what they like, giving them a taste and everything. They do movie reactions as well. They'll uh, do polls for every episode. So they'll give you like, you know, they'll ask for your their opinion. Um, you know, they'll ask, oh yeah, is this character going to betray them? Yes or no. They'll ask for uh, comments on that. Each, t- each time an episode comes out, they'll uh, put a Twitter post up saying, Hashtag QA. Then they'll have a massive QA section where they'll go into uh basic like, you know, discussion topics and break down certain questions and everything. Uh they also have mailbags. So, you know, with a, a massive community now, uh people sending their generosity and, you know, sending gifts and everything. You know, you looking at their YouTube channel, everything you see in the background there is pretty much what's been gifted to them, like swords and you know, people have actually creating them custom helmets and Funko Pops, which I actually can confirm. I have my own Funko Pop by the way uh it's uh it's actually quite interesting like they actually created a blind wave community funko pop collection uh they do movie commentaries as well um i think the reason why i put these uh, I, I say so high but i want to talk to them about like quite early on because uh jordan on the podcast as well as mentioned before um got me to form well outcomes brotherhood which i never heard of before and these guys at the same time actually were starting to react to the show i uh decided you know what i'm gonna give it a go and uh I was going through a bit of a troubling time. Basically, I, um, you know, had depression and whatnot and breath of the wild was my escape for video games. And these guys, as long as another podcast, I'll talk about in a minute really um, helped me like, you know, just feel a sense of community and everything. And like, you know, they have a discord channel where you can actually go very kind community and just talk to people, and have a good time and everything, and, you know, and they build this great community up where you felt included. You felt. You felt like you were part of the crew, essentially, which is great. And you can—they obviously, you know—they're so busy now. They might not talk to you, but back in the day, you know, you could possibly talk to them a little bit. You know, even now, you could, you know, possibly have a conversation with them or send them letters as well, and they'll respond to you and everything. Um, I've sent gifts in as well, a few joke uh, gag gifts as well. They quite funny responses. I won't say them on here what I specifically sent, but they were um, basically expect like you know, oh, you're going to what you're going to send into a podcast. Um, it's uh, lengthy. That's all I'll say. Uh, and yeah, I, again, you know, having these guys go through heavily discussional topics. They also do a weekly podcast, uh, two podcasts where they'll talk about you know video games, everything. Also, uh, Eric Whiteley specifically is a massive Star Wars nerd, like a massive. Have you ever, have you guys ever heard of the schmodown No. Basically, I think it's a, it's like a, a quiz competition where people will go at each other for stupidly heavy knowledge it's actually shutting down now soon but like you know they'll have like crown champions they have like live events where people go to he actually entered as like a star wars competition person they've got a star wars podcast up now called the bodonka gonk uh where they'll go for like books and everything but you know these guys have such passion like aaron he is a massive pokemon fan so he'll do pokemon streams um rick is a massive board game person so he'll like you know and he's really into like hints and like you know when they do a new show they'll create a hint hunt quest so how you have to try and guess the show that's coming up they'll have people ask what shows they want to watch next and they'll actually you know put it out there so it's all fair a great bunch of guys like um a great community so definitely go check it out and uh yeah it's uh, really brilliant so yeah that's um that's my next choice uh blind wave so uh we're gonna head up to our number ones now Oh well, our final choices, as it were, so yeah let's let's go to our, our final choices, so Fergus uh,
2: at number one, I think it is quite similar to your last pick. um, this is the trash taste podcast um so this is Joey the anime man Giguk, and and c dog v a who are in terms of internet history speaking like big players in this sort of anime youtube universe uh they all moved to japan uh and immediately got locked down <laughs> uh so they started a podcast uh or they moved to japan to start the podcast then got immediately locked down it's somewhat unclear which way around that happened um so for me it's kind of again through quite a tough period being locked down in a flat on my own uh these guys from an area of interest on the internet that um i can relate to find interesting i've had quite a lot of experience with they're about my age they are like going through the same sort of things i was so they sort of became i so say became part of the extended community there and um it's been really great like it's, it's incredibly relatable stuff has got me much further interested in things like anime and manga and japanese culture and like so these guys are living life in japan and encountering all its quirks and whatnot especially like the otaku kind of side of things which is even more quirkier than japan it normally is so it is just really interesting um on to episode 120 ish now Um, so they've recently gone on tour, Uh, they were in the UK, I went to meet them at Comic Con Um, famous incidences occurred if you know if you know Um, they've been touring various Comic Cons since then, they've been doing chatting to American guests, going to Anime Expo this sort of thing, which again has been very interesting, getting to know these other content creators out there, um, but I say it's, it's grown its own very self contained community around these guys. Um, that could have brought their own elements to it, but it's very, very successful and very, very engaging. Again, like this is these are two hour, two and a half hour episodes, and I must have watched every single one by now. Um, yeah, and they do specials as well, so they've got cooking specials and car drifting specials. Um, i they've got some more planned coming up um but if you're in any way interested in japan and anime and just life in japan and the otaku uh anime comic-con circuit i do very much recommend checking it
0: out no that's awesome man like it's, it's really good to have such a Find these podcasts, which are you know, shows that you can have such a really close connection with, it's really awesome to hear, Mm -hmm. man. So, right, we are now going to go on to Chaz for his final selection.
1: All right, my final uh, one is another YouTuber, I'm afraid. Like I said, a lot of YouTube. Uh, this is a guy called so Criticus started out as a uh like a you know kind of a standard game reviewer he specialized in um like PS1 games which is kind of why he got my attention cuz i grew up the PS1 um but about 2 years ago he just kind of changed his like style of uh channel to go from like you know kind of amusing video game um uh you know reviews to basically just like they're just comedy skits, but they're disguised as like, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm, just, I'm looking at a video now, I'm just laughing because I remember that bit. Uh, basically, he's just like hour-long videos about, you know, a, a, a theme in usually games, some other stuff. So, uh, you know, recently he's done one on illegal uh, Crash Bandicoot games, uh, PS1 accessories, Jesus games, band games, uh, Connect games, that sort of thing. And what I like about him, again, he's British. uh, A bit of a, got a bit of a type seemingly with uh, um, video, uh, videos about games and whatnot. But uh, uh, he's got a very unique sense of humor. Uh, He edits his videos extremely, um, to uh, a very unique style. Um, And he just cracks me up basically. Every time I see a video that he makes, uh, I stick it on right away um and pretty much never fails to make me laugh um and i think part of the reason um that i like him is because we're from the same uh hometown (laughs) which i found out from one of his streams which he also does um i think there's a little bit of a theme going on with some of our picks in that we can relate to some of the content creators uh either they're into similar stuff to us or they kind of have similar backgrounds or whatnot. But I've noticed that um, with quite a lot of our picks, especially the last one you mentioned, uh, Fergus, that one kind of pinged in my head a bit. But yeah, Kadikaris, very funny guy. Um, I
0: would recommend him a lot. Nah, it's awesome, man. Like, you know, it's, it's really nice to see, you know, people... When you do a podcast sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll get to like a midpoint. We go, actually, no, let's, uh, let's change it up a bit. Because, you know, even even we've done that on this and we've not been going for a hell of a lot as long as these people. It's a constant evolution thing. And also just trying to figure out what, you, what you're you most comfortable with, what you feel like doing, but also what, what people want to have. And also changing, up. probably he saw, you know, that people were enjoying certain aspects more. So that's why he changed it to that. And it's listening to your community and actually adapting to that, which really works really well.
1: One thing I forgot to mention is he loves Oddworld and so do I. So that's always a plus. You can literally see he's got Oddworld tattoos on his hands. Um but yeah, uh ever since he changed his uh his method of videos, I suppose, he's been massively more successful. So that's really cool for him.
0: No, that's that's great, man. So right, we are now going to my final choice. Now funny enough me and Chaz actually know these podcasters uh together like it was uh interesting we were in a little discord drinking party during lockdown and then i mentioned these uh people and Chaz said oh shit i used to watch these guys back in the day as well because to be fair the last time Chaz probably watched them was quite a while ago to be honest and i am talking about double toasted double toasted is a um it's a it's a podcast show where they have like you know it's have like multiple different episodes like different genres. They've been going since the '90s through different naming name shows and everything from the Real Deal to Spill which Chaz knows, which was an animated show back in the day where basically they'll release like they'll they'll do audio versions of their podcast, but then they'll actually create animated skits. And it's just like it's 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 fucking hilarious to be honest. Like the main uh, like so the hosts are Corey Coleman. Martin Cat Thomas, Christopher Juicy Herman, uh, Billy Brooks, Oz Green, Julian Green, Carlos Deves, uh, and past hosts include uh, Sammy Gonzalez, Corey Goodwin, uh, Patrick Gers, TJ uh, Manazza, uh, Ian Butcher, Kristen Torres, and Tommy McGrew. The reason I want to say all those names is because they were actually included in a much a big variety of the shows that they hosted. Like, when uh, Double Toast was back in the day, they uh, they I actually classed them as some of the OG podcasters, essentially, know. Yep. Back in America, you have cable access where basically, you know, people could go into studios and actually have these like very low budget shows that they actually produced. One of the videos I first ever saw with them, which I thought was hilarious, was basically um, they actually created a skit where Kermit goes to hire a hooker. And then eventually they uh, bring Kermit into the studio. And how they played it was basically like, uh, but the way they edited it was he was basically being interviewed. And then Kermit just goes off on them, like really like starts insulting them and like, you know absolutely hilarious to be honest like go watch basically uh google scandal kermit the frog threatens interviewer on the real deal real with two e's and then they went on that was that was from the 90s to early 2000s and then they became uh, spill.com which was a podcast show where they had like multiple different uh, episodes each week and they created the animated segments and unfortunately in 2013 very suddenly by hollywood.com they were shut down just very quickly shut down and they're like, what the fuck is going on? What do we do? So Corey Coleman, uh, first ever time I heard a Patreon, or Kickstarter even, sorry, he went on to Kickstarter and said, listen, I want to uh, start a podcast, you know, a new version of a podcast. I want to create this for myself. I want to do it for myself and everything. He originally set a small goal, and he, his goal went like five, 600 times over the original estimate. Like, you know, the people really came quickly to what is now Double Toasted. Now, what is Double Toasted? Double Toasted is basically a variety podcast show where um, most days of the week they will have different episodes on twitch now they're basically host on twitch now um they originally they do have their own website but uh their main service is through twitch and again like this show they have um the shows they have are the sunday service uh what up sun weekly roasted toast movie review Extravaganza, and have a bit crumbs sunday service is a retro review show where basically if a movie is coming out up soon what they will do is they will actually go back and watch a movie They'll let people vote and then actually go back and watch a uh, a movie like and give their opinion new opinions on it. Like um uh Demolition Man is one, like is a favorite. Basically, uh, Christopher Juicy Herman is a big fan of that. Uh the other guys weren't. They actually came in and said, Oh, they re-reviewed it. I was like, Oh no, we actually quite like this film now. Jungle All the Way is another one as well. Um, or they also do free form discussions so have trailers come out and stuff like that. What upset is basically um with Osgreen and Corey basically the stupid foolish uh, foolishness of the week like you know what can go what's going on during that time weekly rose the to they review older older bad movies so they'll do bad movie reviews uh it's absolutely hilarious then you get the movie review extreme for standard you know, movie review episodes and then eight bit crumbs which is their basically their video game specific show uh they'll actually have a separate segment where um they've actually created a puppet version of cory where basically he's called cory bot and they'll have a have a quiz segment. Now, I love the fact that this came about, where basically, it's a Corey bot version of the main character. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, the reason I put these guys at number one is because I've been watching these guys since I was 16, 17. As Chaz probably knows, it's probably the same time he was watching them as well. Uh, roughly the same time period. A couple of past shows they have, uh, specifically with um, Sammy Gonzalez, who's gone on to do the Um, He was on a show called The Sammy Hensin Shit, where basically he'll go through each week with a different co host and they'll review uh, and watch movies that he's never seen before uh that really helps me during my depression as well so i they had like 60 episode backlog so i went through the entirety of the movies he's never seen before including like Waterworld, mario brothers like you know all these different movies and like you know it's just really good to see like the hilarious uh, commentary that came about from that also these guys have been doing it for so long that people who are podcasting now got inspired by them and i feel like these are some of the people that i really am inspired by like you know having a rotation of hosts on current trying to do variety you know we do movies tv shows and video games that's why i want to do that as well their rating system is what i love the most though their rating system is basically better than sex full price matinee rental summer bullshit and the lovely one i love the final rating is fuck you their final rating is fuck I free. remember when that was a thing because it didn't used to be,
1: the, 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 the lowest rating used to be some old bullshit. And I can't remember what, movie, what review it was because it was, as you said, a long time ago. But I do remember, like, Corey got so mad that he
0: just went, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. And that became the, the lowest rating, which, uh, yeah, I remember that moment. Honestly, yeah, like this, th- these guys, like they're on Twitch, double toasted. Go check them out. They also do 12 hour streams occasionally as well, where Corey will let people decide his look, uh, which is has hilarious results. Uh, he actually tried an all bowl of cereal once, where it was every kind of sugary cereal you could have in one bowl. It made him feel very nauseous, let's just say, possibly got diabetes. Um, he didn't, I, I'm not saying he did, I'm just saying, seeing that bowl, he could have done. But yeah, no, these guys really helped me during a really tough time. And they do such great um, stuff. And also, they've been around for so long now. Like Christopher Juicy Herman, he's, part, he's a regular on the show now. He originally came in as like, just someone who watched the shows and just came on eventually on one of the, the um, semi 17th shit in the High Score back in the day, which was a video game show. And yeah, they just came together. And like, they've been going for so long now. I've, I feel they're such an integral part of my daily watching life. And, everything. and some of their shows have gone for four and a half hours as well, oh, a day. This is a, not including the editing time for the day as well. They are massively dedicated people, stupidly humble people. Also, if you fuck them about, they will call you on your shit on the podcast, which I think is brilliant. And also, they have a dog, uh, Mojo and um, Pixie. Um, Yeah, just go watch the episodes with those dogs on. They're so cute as well. Uh, And they do live shows as well. Brilliant. Again, that was my final selection, Double Toasted. Go check them out, people. Fucking hilarious. Such good variety. And they are some of the OG best podcasters out there, in my opinion. And they started out the trend for a lot of people today. So that's my final selection. Right, we are done, people. Uh, actually getting quite quickly to us about like an hour and 15 minute episode. It's actually quite good. A good condensed episode. Good, good topics. I'm definitely glad we did this topic today. I'm glad you guys could join me. we am definitely looking forward to doing this for so long. We've been, we've been talking about doing this episode for actually about three, four months now, to be honest.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's good to finally get it done. Um, And actually good to, Say
0: something i actually know a fair bit amount because i watch loads of youtube so that was good it was fun yeah youtube and also only one cat mention for chas which did shock me quite a bit oh honest. don't get me wrong
1: there are other cat channels that i watch it's just
0: yeah i don't know i, I like a variety of stuff oh yeah very much so. but uh, hopefully you enjoyed that there people and uh we will be putting the on the uh, socials uh we'll get into it in a second uh the links to all these channels definitely go check them out they brought us such entertainment we want you to go check that out as well right that is it people It is the end of the show we are now going into the outro for any questions queries compliments or you know any podcast suggestions or you know content creator suggestions that you want to drop us feel free to do that at nmipodcasteroutlook.com podcast.outlook.com that's nmipodcasteroutlook.com or when he's going up our Twitter and Instagram pages just give us a nice little comment and like you know oh why don't you check out these guys if you like these people Uh, you could do that by going to at nmicast for twitter and instagram obviously um we're still trying to work out the pixel versions of the show it's actually quite a daunting test to get those constantly up every week but we will also try to make sure we have a lovely audio segment for you up each week uh we've got some fun uh people possibly coming up in november so definitely check back for that we will be going into our favorite video game soundtracks so that's definitely an episode we're looking forward to coming up as well probably get a few people on that as well but Right, that is it, people. I want to thank Chaz and Fergus for joining me again today. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's good to be here. I've got some suge- new suggestions, so it's always good when that happens. Right, people, excellent. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. and Next time, see you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.